I can only dream myself into the middle of things Yet consciousness has no middle What has no boundaries has no middle Welcome to my series A collection of conversations where I hope to explore the mental and emotional processes of young minds This is my subconscious Tap in Okay, so I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. And before we begin to explore all of the things which I have on my mind, I would just like to ask, how are you, you know? I feel like there's so much time within the day to check up on a friend. And not only does that allow others to realise their self-worth, but it allows for the creation of ideas and introspective thought. So how's your day been? Yo, I love that. You know, like just asking how you are, how are you doing is simply an invitation to check up on a friend. Like you said, it's so important. It's such a overlooked thing. It's even considered um, small talk. But depending on who you talk to, it's not necessarily small talk. I think that question is 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 fully loaded with reflectiveness introspective ideas and just to find um, even gratitude throughout your day, during your day, at the end of it. How was your day? But I didn't mean to stall on your question. My day has been amazing. It started around 6 a.m., which never happens for me unless I'm working. And um, it just I had a feeling that I that I should be up. And I think my body was fully aligned with that. And so I stayed trying to sleep till about seven and that didn't work. So I just got up, got up, brushed my teeth and and had a relaxing so far day and a creative day. I'm definitely flowing with ideas more than usual. It's probably all interconnected. The waking up early, the having time because you're starting with the sunrise, you know, having time to do just about anything. Um, and I'm technically kind of like on a family vacation right now. So it's it's really cool to have all this happen at once and and just kind of have this source of inspiration right now. And uh, a break, a mental break from some of the heavies, some of those emotionally heavy things that's going on right now in the U.S. And, and just the family and just life. And on top of that, Corona, <laughs> you know, and um I'm just I'm I'm doing really good right now. And you know, before we get into all these things we want to talk about, I want to ask you the same thing. How is your day going? You know, I know I think we have a different time zone thing going on, but I'm sure your day is just starting or it's just ending I'm midway. So, how's your day going? Yeah, thank you for asking and uh yeah, you're right. There seems to be a significant difference between our time zones so my day is just ending but uh you know it was productive and i was actually in school today for a particular reason i'm sure you'll be aware of the systematic issues and complications which seem to me more prevalent than ever within any institution whether that be in the states or even here in london even here in england so yeah today with my team 
there was just a lot of transformative and reformative thought, you know, about how we can change and tackle issues within our education system. I can imagine that it must be very, very difficult to build or to grow while experiencing these emotionally heavy things that you talk about, especially within the States, especially when we have the media throwing these type of things at us. But in these type of atmospheres, I feel like it's, it's quite important to kind of grasp what you said about aligning the body with the mind. Because right now, these problems, they seem to be amplified with the current issues of coronavirus. And it's very easy for us to get lost in the worrying, in the fear, in the stress, in the, the oppression, which is why I think it's vital for us to understand the importance of rest and to not associate it with quitting. Absolutely. The heaviness of systemic racism and institutionalized racism is rearing its ugly head um, very high right now. Um, and it is a part of media. It's a part of um, me <laughs> and my experience as an African-American, as a black man in America, you know, and as a, as a black man in London, you know, you also feel this. I know that. It's, it, geography is such a weird thing we use to separate each other. These issues are happening everywhere. But being it in America, it's it's such a it's amplified on top of amplification. And you're right, because of COVID nineteen, um there's been a bubbling of stress as a nation, as a people, and um it's becoming intolerant. Whatever people feel and have been feeling for a long time it is coming to a head and that's what we're experiencing right now and you said it perfectly we do need to find rest there's an there's an overwhelming overstimulation amplified accelerated zone of problems and where does one take a break from this where does one find rest in this process? How can someone find themselves smiling or laughing and enjoying life as they should in times like this? I think even the, the question of how, how do we find rest is, is not, it's, not, um, it's not the main priority. It's more like rest is a must. <laughs> like it is, it, it's inescapable, we have to have it. Just like sleep, you can't go consciously in life forever you have to take a break and um it just it will it has to happen it has to happen it's not how you're going to sleep but it's a matter of when and so i think that's what we're trying to do right now as a country and and me personally i just think a, a good day from start to end is one of the most important tools when there's heaviness as a community when there's heaviness as a people, as a country, I think a good day is one of our best tools and weapons to keep fighting and keep exhausting ourselves with things that don't seem to be understood on the other side. What you said earlier about getting rest and not associating it with quitting is very well said. And 
necessary for people to understand because I think people are interpreting, oh, this person is not posting, this person is not going to the protest, they're not showing their support, and they're using their silence as a uh, defamation of the movement. And that's just simply not true for everybody. And we have to give more grace to those who are overwhelmed with life in general. You know, COVID-19 is a thing. And before COVID-19, a lot of people have had issues going on. And now we have real deal racism to address and protest against when it shouldn't be. It should be understood. And that's that is exhausting in itself. And finding rest and finding a way to return to self, like what calms you that's inside of you and not without you returning to that, having that that source to recollect thyself. It's, I think that's very important to return to self. Right now, specifically, there's so much stuff that just it feels like junk and just pressure. And you might ask, how do you return to self? <laughs> Again, it's like sleep. You don't have to worry about how it will happen. But allowing it to happen by simply being patient, feeling what you're feeling, are all the prerequisites to return to self, I think. And I know you understand all of this um, because we mirror a lot of thoughts. I've followed you on social media for some time and I've seen your creativity um, make a statement of healing. And I think that's really I think that's really power. It's very motivational and inspiring because you know that you're healing within that. You, as an artist, you are healing from that. You want to know the wild thing about you that I've recognized is that you have an intuitive mind and you can't help but express the truth. And I think that's where a lot of your power comes from. I think that's where you can always command and live in your leadership. I think that's really cool about you. And I can only say that because I, I know I know that of myself and I know that of my friends and I know that of my family. And it's just a it's a cool thing to have insight of. Yeah, I mean, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. And those words were very, very thoughtful and very reaffirming you know and I do feel like it's of utmost importance to see qualities and to see values within other people because I feel like that allows us to realize that these virtues are present within ourselves because in reality you know I'd be lying if I said I manifested my my current way of thinking or my mindset solely by myself you know my mind frame has been placed placed on the wall <laughs> from seeing appreciation within my family, seeing loyalty and creativity within my friends, seeing love within the relationship that I am in. These virtues and these values are present within other people as much as they are present within ourselves. I feel like we can definitely return to self. I've learned that if you cannot see these values and virtues within, how can you see it without? How can you identify it in the world 
And so I think it stems there, you know, and within. Um, I think that's the root of all things lovely. You know, I've developed on my imagination and I've gained creativity through acknowledging figures such as yourself. You know, you're an amazing writer and an amazing poet. And a major part of the foundation of my short films and spoken word and poetry was your words. I mean, my first ever visual was a rendition of Big Dreams, part of your goodness series. And I just feel like the message in that was so strong. It's still strong today. So powerful, truly building on your legacy by manifesting your creativity and your imagination, turning that into tangible growth. You know, it's the grasp at these particular elements of life in which we can truly return to self. Reading a few poems and a few pieces from your anthology, Young Adult, it was very thought-provoking, and one poem stood out in particular. I believe it was transitions to self in your notion that consistency is harder when no one is clapping for you. And that is very true. It allows us to think that we should always be our biggest fan and clap for ourselves. But there should also be an understanding that there are people in this world who will always clap for you. And, you know, I saw you protesting in LA. And with the protests in London here as well, it just makes me realise that these things are hard to do, yet we still do them. Even when the majority isn't clapping for you. And with that, I'd have to say again, you know, there's so much power in collective growth. And I agree. Um, it takes community. It takes a source to draw from and manifest anything in your life. And I believe those values and virtues assist with your manifestation. It's within everyone. I think that it's there, dormant or active. It's there. And I think being present is the most important tool to manifest and be aware of those values and be aware of those virtues within yourself and in the exterior world and everyone else as well. That was an incredible, massive compliment. And I'm so humbled in so many ways that you even refer to my body of work as an anthology. So that's that's a refreshing um, take. And I appreciate that very much, by the way. And it's an honor to hear that you're inspired by things that I release or just voice. And I think that in itself is an ode, you know, to the frequency, not just the person, but the frequency of thought and continuing legacy in that way, continuing the frequency in that way, sharing and extending that that line of positivity. Creating is my way of coping with what I do and do not understand. Even your perspective on transitions to self is an important one because you understand the gravitas of keeping yourself fueled with what you have what you have around you, what you have instant access to within yourself and understanding that it's not always going to be in the exterior world for you at the time that you want it to be. And that applause on the outside world is, is something that is important. Um, 
it's, you should be encouraged with what you know and what you feel and gain community that way. Because like you said earlier, there's no way that you can do this on your own. There's no way you can manifest these beautiful things in life without the help of others. That collective growth that you speak of is one of the most underrated things and one of the most powerful things. That community, that I feel like the world is being reintroduced to through so many worldwide issues. And we are communicating and coping through art, through expression, as we've done in the past and as we're doing now and and as we will do in the future. And I believe, you know, these conversations that we're having is pivotal. It's important. It is necessary. A hundred percent. Like these conversations are, in fact, they're essential because they allow for an understanding of each other's reasonings. And even your reason, you know, the purpose for your creativity to cope with what you do and do not understand. I feel like that lies within my philosophy as well, especially with what we do not understand as humans. To me, it's more of what we fail to understand about life. In the beginning of this episode, in fact, in the beginning of all my podcast episodes, I kind of touch on consciousness. And I say that consciousness has no boundaries. And the reason why I say that is because my belief is that there is no definitive answer or definitive explanation of what life is. And therefore, life as we know it is limitless. Life has no boundaries. It continues to live through generations upon generations. And that's why I think it's better for us as a society, as communities, as humans, to see life as meaningful instead of meaningless. And, you know, maybe seeing that within ourselves, seeing the intricate power that lies within our own lives, maybe that could be a massive factor in returning to self. You know, as you said, it's not always exterior, materialistic things which can truly fulfill you, you know? Sometimes it's just looking towards the interior. But I will say this, the world's response to COVID-19, which has been incredibly heavy for everyone in this world, everyone's response has been differently and in so many beautiful ways. There's a huge positive rollout and therapy to deal with COVID-19 and its repercussions, its blowback, its backlash, its effect right now. And I think that's a lovely thing. It, it really shows that humanity isn't completely lost. We live in very strange times, very interesting times. We're seeing a lot of shift worldwide. We're seeing how people think and we're correcting them and we're we're giving people guidelines on how to better themselves. There's a lot of positivity out there and how to develop better, not just as a, you know, I don't know, an, an individual, but as a human being, which is, there's a difference, by the way. There's a difference between an individual and a human being. And we're, we're catching up to those lost files of how to be a human being. 
I believe the world is attempting to heal what isn't completely broken through yet. What I mean by that is we see the stress, we see the problem, we feel all of these things worldwide and we want to address it, but the problem is worsened. It's the problem has expanded. The issues have not stopped. And I think there's a long-term solution that we have to work on as well with the short-term solutions and the band-aid for right now. Mm, Literally. And to the people who are perhaps struggling with their self-identity in these times, you know, what would you say to them? This is how I feel. I feel like we have a chance. I feel like there's a lot of love and positivity and to combat all those things that feel so heavy. We have people that represent positivity. We have things. We have therapy. We have so many outlets that are attempting to combat the heavy emotional, the heavy financial, the heavy spiritual things that feel like they're attacking us that's such a good question and a hard question to answer is what is it what can we take from this moment that is positive and there's a lot and then there's a lot that isn't but asking it helps us begin to think of the ways to to remedy to apply therapy to us to soothe ourselves while we are working hard while we are attempting to live and support not just ourselves but our community the collective i would like to ask you the same question in return what are some positives about this situation that one can take or what's a positive message that you can share with the world that is helping you Hmm. well my understanding is that It is very hard for people, for us to focus on the positives of life at the moment, especially when we're seeing so many immoral and unjustifiable actions surface on our phones every day. You know, new things, things that we may have not even seen before. But in these times, I feel like to focus on positivity is to focus on that other keyword. That word in which we see on our phones every day. That word which people strive for, which people yearn for, which is change. It's healthy for us to seek change, but it needs to come with the understanding that in order for us to facilitate that change or to have the ability to facilitate that change, we need to be at a stage of growth. And not growth as in age, but growth mentally emotionally spiritually and you know artistically because that enables us to empower ourselves but any movement that we decide to create that allows us to invest in change and invest in memories which last forever you know that are carried down to the next generation and yeah i feel like that's that's the philosophy that i stand by (laughs) i think change is the perfect word that describes what we truly desire and i'm glad you brought that up because besides covid19 and these worldly issues primarily in america 
black people have shown that we have been completely fed up with the insurmountable lack of humanity towards us. And it's hard to not become emotional, not just as black people, but as a human. And we all know whoever is perceiving this on the right side understand the necessity of change. I think you, Ade, you have a insight and 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 how can I say it? An, an instinct, an intuition that it 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 exudes from you of good intentions, of purity, of emotional intellect, and I appreciate that about you. We need more people like you. And I want to take this moment to acknowledge your presence, your ability to be present. It, it amplifies the conversation. I truly respect that. And I'm here for it. I appreciate you. Thank you. Just for being and, and being inspired by not just my work, but just truth and beauty. I see it in your work. It's beautiful. The insight the intelligence, the wisdom that you speak from, I wish more people had it. I'm not going to say that I don't see it in my own life because I do. And that's what helps me be more of me, if that makes sense. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the friends that I have, the family that I have, the love that I've sustained, the, the love that I'm growing from right now. It's a crazy experience, the way that I'm experiencing it. (laughs) I even look at the genesis of this conversation as a introspective, yet very simple way to begin. I don't know if you remember, but you asked, how are you? How are you doing, right? That simple sentiment can be overlooked. And and like you said, it, it can be it can be such an important thing to the day to check up on a friend. And here we are having this blooming conversation, this conversation that I, I feel myself growing in. And I feel that those who are listening are taking in the words they are. They're they're yearning to hear more conversations like this. They're adding conversations out there in the world that aren't being recorded. So again, thank you for cultivating this. And I'm not going to over compliment you. I don't believe this is me over complimenting you. I don't think I'm, you know, massaging you. I think this is the truth and I'm glad to share it. I don't I don't feel like this is oversharing that this is too much. Like you are an amazing individual. And I I respect it. I appreciate it. And again, thank you. Man, that that means everything. And to hear you come to such a beautiful conclusion, it just elevates this. And it reinforces the fact that I respect and appreciate your energy. So thank you for engaging in this conversation with me. And as the last episode of series one of subconscious i i just think that i couldn't have ended it any better and i really appreciate you for that this has been andre knox 
a renowned author, a thought-provoking curative and a really insightful friend. Finding a way to return to self. As we come to an end of series one of Subconscious, I'd really like to take a moment to thank everyone who's listened so far to this episode and any other episode in the series. I really appreciate you and it's been a massive journey for me as well. Having these conversations has added to my to my thought process and the way I view and appreciate all of those around me. So I can't wait for the next series and this has been an amazing experience. This is the last piece. <laughs> See you in the next series. Goodbye. Thank you.